Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. Alvian, today we have a topic that uh, was suggested by uh, one of our listeners, and it has to do with the subject of vulnerability. Mm. The question that was posed is, how does vulnerability open us up to other people? And I want to turn that to you first. <laughs> I know you usually, we usually have a turnabout, it's fair play, <laughs> but I want to turn to you first for your thoughts. Hmm. Well, I would say, you know, I love analogies. So I would say that uh, vulnerability is very much like soil in that every relationship is seed and soil. You'll never know the potential of a relationship as in what happens in that connectivity, that seed, if in fact you are not open soil. Vulnerability is soil that is available, rich and ready for the possibility of whatever this seed has the potential to create. Mm -hmm. So when we allow ourselves to be open it is the only environment in which love, connection, relationship can actually grow. A soil that is not good, that is, you know, coarse and um, dry and, you know, the list goes on and on. We all know that no matter how good that seed is, nothing can grow inside of that soil. So if I'm not open, then I don't even create the possibility for anything to be able to come of this connection. Hmm. I think this is a uh, a difficult proposition for men. And I, I don't often line up on the men versus women mm -hmm. because I think that the differences, and there are differences, but are often over-exaggerated. Yep, quite minimal. But I think men in general have a difficulty with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. And I'm not just talking about opening yourself up to someone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, allowing yourself to, okay, I'll say it. I cry at movies. <laughs> Sometimes even at chick flicks. Um, you know, things move me and I'm not afraid to express that. But I had to learn to do that. I had to learn to, to be able to say to my guy friends, I love you. I had to learn that it was okay sometimes for men to hug all of those are uh, you know, touchy-feely kinds of things. Mm -hmm. They don't come naturally to men. Part of that, I suspect, is societal. It's cultural. Mm -hmm. And part of it is something else. I'm not exactly sure what, but kind of an in, inborn hesitation about allowing people to see a weakness. Hmm. I would say that there is a lot that is connected to the societal piece that you're talking about. And society begins inside of our homes. Many of us nurture our young boys to not show emotion, you know, be a big boy, big boys don't cry, you know, uh, you can, you can handle this, you can work through this, it's no big deal. We're often teaching our men to stuff their emotions when they're boys. And then when they become men, we want them to access the emotion we've trained them out of utilizing. Mm -hmm. So while there are in 
you know, innate biological differences between men and women, as you so duly noted, they're less than we purport them to be. Um, But many of them have been stifled in the way that we have nurtured those relationships, which is part of the reason very often you will hear men, particularly in healthier marriages, refer to their wives as their best friends, Mm. where many women don't refer to their husbands as their best friends, because very often the first truly vulnerable relationship a man has is with his wife. Mm. And it's the first time that there's somebody who knows you and sees you and recognizes your weaknesses and chooses not to run the other way where for women we test that out in girlfriend relationships all the time interesting so it's a it, the, some of the socialization that teaches us not to be emotionally naked with one another is first experienced with inside of the context of marriage for a lot of men mm. I do think that we get um, a lot of reinforcement as men to go the other direction. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about phrases like man up. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? (laughs) I I mean, I sort of have a sense of what that means, (laughs) but there's another connotation there that it's not okay to, you know, to feel vulnerable. Absolutely. Um, And uh, I was watching a movie the other day and it was really interesting because, you, you know, you can make fun of these archetypes, but... In the movie, there was a scene where there was a young boy and he was being bullied in school. And the father says to him, you know, when he's around the mother, you know, words can't hurt you. He said all the appropriate things. And then sort of sotto voce, you know, off to the side, he says to him, and then give him a right hook. You know, so there's the, there's this duality, I think. You know, we, we signal, we say one thing, we signal another, and sometimes that those signals, as you, you said mm-hmm. so well, um, are subtly kind of conditioning us to mm-hmm. uh, a kind of cultural role model that, that walls us off from other people. Absolutely. I mean, I'm the mother of a son. My son is 16 years old, and I remember when he was younger, teaching him that home is the one place you can be 100% of yourself, you can access all of your emotion, but do not cry in public. And I hated that I had to tell him that, but I knew that the emotion I teach him to access at home will not be processed the same way publicly. So you're going to have to hold on to it until you get home and home should always be the safe place where you can be all of who you are everybody needs to have a place where they can let it all rip but do understand that socially in the world that we live in people are not going to process it with that kind of grace and that kind of understanding if something hurts you publicly and you decide to start crying Mm -hmm. out there in front of a bunch of teenage boys. It's not going to work well for you. So the reality is that we do live in a society that reinforces both overtly and covertly that men are not to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I even hear women say, I don't ever want to see my man cry. Where for me, I find it so sexy. I find it so beautiful. When my husband tears up, I melt. (laughs) I just absolutely I'm making a note right here. (laughs) I mean, it's just so beautiful when he just lets himself go like that. And because I know that he is such a masculine man and 
much of the stereotype of what it means to be a man. So I'm acknowledging that it is a stereotype. He's so much that, that to know that in space with me, he will be everything that he won't be publicly just feels like he opens up his chest and allows me to step inside of that. And that for me is the ultimate intimacy. It's not about sexuality, but it's Mm -hmm. about true nakedness that I just find absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I I have to say that among the many lessons that I've had to learn in life, um, the lesson about vulnerability was, was kind of a revelation. It was that when I made that leap when I let go and allowed myself to express how I was feeling. I, I met such a overflowing wealth of support in, in, in not just from the women in my life, but mm-hmm. from the men in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't something that I expected. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by it. And as is often the case, when we have a positive experience, that leads us to try, however tentatively, to try again, to see if that was an exception or is in fact the rule. And I found, without exception, that when you allow yourself to feel and feel deeply and express that feeling in an appropriate way to those in your life that you know are receptive, you will unquestionably find the same well of support, the same uh, genuine outpouring of, of response. Mm-hmm. But I think that, again, too often we, are, we allow our fear, we allow our conditioning to, and men and women, to, to, uh, to control us. I, I, I was thinking about the, the comment I made earlier about crying at the movies, and Peggy tells a wonderful story about her father, who was a, who was a veteran in the Navy, was at Pearl Harbor. Uh, Peggy grew up with three sisters, so four girls in the house, and whenever Bambi came on TV, they said, Daddy, don't watch, <laughs> because they knew he would fall apart. <laughs> it's such a cute story. Here's this, you know, you can, this battle, you know, scarred veteran, and he, you know, he's bawling like a, like a child at Bambi. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. I really do, and I and I totally agree with you that when we allow ourselves to be open, that we are often met with the greatest reward ever, and that's true connection. Yes, that's this episode of. Love life. We're happy to have been with you. Thank you for listening to us. Absolutely. And we want to thank Todd Washburn, our recording engineer, and Barbara Ham Lee, our producer, who keeps us on the straight and narrow. <laughs> we will uh, hope that you'll join us again next week for another episode of Love Life. Take care. <laughs>